0: She comes from Aberdeen. She's a local girl and she knows how to sing. There's Laura Evans playing the GTFM, Mess of You. And before that, it was Gala and Freed from Desire. The GTFM Ponty Market double play uh, for this Wednesday morning. Uh, it's time now then, as we uh, approach uh, t- 11.37, uh, to introduce my second guest on the show today. Uh, Deputy Leader of RCT Council. It's time to say good morning to Councillor Maureen Weber. Uh, first of all, uh, good morning to you, Councillor.
1: Good
0: morning. How are you this morning? Are you okay? Yeah, not too bad.
1: It's a bit grim outside,
0: but it is what it is. That's right. Uh, We can't do much about the weather. We wish we could, but uh, we we can't, sadly. Uh, So we're talking today, then, uh, about the Virtual Careers Fair, and we're also going to be talking about uh, Holocaust Memorial Day as well, which, of course, is being commemorated around the world. Uh, Let's start, then, with the Careers Fair. Why is the Council holding a Virtual Careers Fair?
1: Right. Well, in the current circumstances, it's not really possible to hold the careers fair in the usual way that we do. So, however, by providing a virtual careers fair, it will be even more difficult to attend and and do the opportunities that are on offer. Um, So this year, people will have the opportunity to engage with employers and find out more information from the comfort of their own home.
0: Yeah, which uh, saves people obviously travelling and uh, meeting up with other people, which in normal circumstances we'd love to do, of course, but of course with things uh, as grim as they are at the moment, of course we, we, we've got to look after out for each other and uh, look after each other as well. So, so when is the fair itself actually going to be taking place?
1: Right, it takes place online live on Wednesday the 10th of February, and with key videos and webinars from the day available to access for a 30-day period after the event.
0: Okay, so that's two weeks today. That's the the 10th of February. Uh, So I guess the big question is, how can people actually take part? I mean, do they need to register, that sort of thing?
1: Yeah, and the more the merrier. We are hoping for as many people as possible to join us on the day. People need to register to access, but it's really easy and takes around a minute to do that. So you can register at com or if you visit the RCT website, um, you can find the link there.
0: Now, the RCT Careers Fair is an annual event, isn't it? And it, and it's always popular, very, very popular. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about it then, the, you know, the yeah, history of the uh, fair?
1: Yeah, I can do that. We, we've been doing a, a Careers Fair now since um, 2015, and in that time there's been an attendance well in excess of 13,000 people, and we've held them in, in Mooney, in Aberdale and Tristan. And last year we held one in the new library building in pont and we do try to run them twice a year and we committed to improving employment opportunities for our residents across Rongbukan and Taff. and the Careers Fair is one of the ways that we aim to do this is by bringing employers to the local community. Residents then have the chance to interact with businesses, discover vocations that they may not have considered previously, and potentially getting themselves an interview. And the employees that take part in the careers fair are, are always of the highest quality, and we only have employers there that are actively recruiting. So that's what makes the careers fair so attractive to people. So for the virtual careers fair, people can expect direct interaction with employers on the day, webinars, support, and advice through CV and application, and like chats with employers.
0: So what, you said the careers fair, it normally happens twice a year. Is it normally sort of January and July time then? But it, it, yeah, does that, around, does that work?
1: Yeah, yeah, around about that time. We try and do it twice a year. And obviously we want to engage with employers and give people the widest possible opportunities and, and career choices.
0: Okay, so we've seen lots of people, and we losing their jobs due to COVID lockdown. Sadly, some businesses... Um, have not survived it's really been a tough 12 months for so many people so what employment opportunities are currently out there do you think
1: well these last 12 months have been tough for so many people so anything that can be done to help bring employment opportunities closer to them is is much needed at this awful time that we're all going through so All the employers at the Virtual Careers Fair will be actively recruiting, whether that be for general roles, apprenticeships or graduate schemes. There's a huge variety of opportunities on offer, and at the moment there's over 30 employers taking part, so people have the chance to see what is on offer from a, a large range of employers, and those employers go across a huge spectrum, from the armed forces to the fire and rescue service, from police, from um, building contracts. A, a whole range of employers. And again, it gives people the opportunity to look at something that they may not have considered before.
0: Yeah, you must have been disappointed when you heard the news then that HSBC were, were pulling out of Pontypris and Talbot Green. And of course, we've, we've heard recently in the last couple of weeks that uh, Halfords uh, are closing as well. It's sad, isn't it? So sad.
1: It's hugely disappointing for local people and I know that as an authority we've written to um, HSBC and, uh, you know, banks, banks now are in a minority and um, there is still lots of people that want to use our facility that want to have that face to face interaction and you mentioned about Halfords, that again is extremely disappointing. Um, a big place in Pontypridd that, you know, we all like to shop from and visit, so. Yeah, it is. We're
0: going through a really, really difficult time. Yeah, because, I mean, not everybody's going to lose their job. I mean, for example, my youngest daughter works for HSBC. Uh, she's worked in Pontypreth, uh, Katie, and uh, she's working from home permanently now. So one thing this pandemic has done is that, you know, companies have reevaluated. they've looked at things and they've decided a lot of people can actually work from home permanently. That's something new.
1: Yeah, we've done that as an authority and it's given us the opportunity, as you rightly said, to reevaluate, evaluate and, and people have been redeployed as well and, and their different skills and new skills. But certainly I see the future being that they could possibly or probably be in our blend of more people who will work from home. Um, is given them the opportunity to do that. I still think it's important to some people that they have that social interaction of being able to go into work. So it is about having that mix and that blend and a balance and about re and re-looking at, at how we work in the future.
0: Yeah, you're definitely right, because I think it's good for people's mental health to get out there and socialise with people as well. It's obviously well saying, well, you can work from home. Yes, OK, you can. But, I mean, if you're sitting there by a computer, your laptop, on your own, permanently uh, during the week whilst officially working uh, for your company, Um, you know, you're not socializing with people. So it's not great for people's mental health sometimes, is it?
1: It really is. I'm one of the people that that they're doing that at the moment is working from a a screen um, most days of the week as well as doing the community stuff that I do. But it isn't long term. I think that we all need that balance and that mix of yeah it does suit people's lifestyles working from home but equally it is vitally important that we do have that social interaction and that we are able to communicate and mix with people I think as human beings we are social animals and you know hopefully in, in the near future that we can get back to um being able to do that and being able to live a more sociable life and an open life, yeah, which definitely. we can't do at present because of regulations, which we've got over dear to. to. Uh,
0: c- can you tell us a bit about the, uh, the webinars then that will take place at this year's uh, event?
1: Yeah, the webinars are a great addition for people attending the Virtual Careers Fair and they provide practical advice on guidance on a range of employment-related support and This will include things such as CV writing techniques, application form advice, um, application webinars and using competency frameworks which are utilised by employers, advice from training providers such as the Princess Trust and Fran Mai, um, information from Careers Wales Job Centre plus Communities for Work and also Inspire to Work.
0: Um, so can you tell us, can you just remind us then, when the fair takes place, I think you said it was the 10th, yeah. and people, they do need to register to be part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely the case, and it's relatively easy to do. Um, give me the address, but if you also go on the RCT website, there are details on there.
0: Okay. Now, today is also Holocaust Memorial Day, of course. Can you explain... How oh, this day is commemorated each year. Um, I mean, I take it is it on January the twenty seventh each year, Councillor?
1: Yeah, and it is usually on January the twenty seventh, and every year, Rhonda the staff is proud to support Holocaust Memorial Day. Um, normally, because I hold the portfolio that covers that, that particular event um, today, I would be going to schools. We we um, I go up to St John's in Aberdeen. They usually do. Um, Holocaust memorial event um, and it's held in remembrance of a world that's scarred by genocide to remember the 6 million Jews murdered during the Holocaust alongside the millions of other people killed under persecution and genocides that followed in Cambodia, Rwanda, Bosnia Bosnia, and the further
0: yeah.
1: across the UK thousands of people come together to learn more about
0: the past and hopefully to take action to create a safer future for us when you see those old, well when we all see those old black and white films that were taken at the time you know you look at it and it's so hard to watch and it's so hard to to even begin to imagine that that it it happened it, it's it's surreal isn't it it's so cruel and, I mean, it's, it's it's just a very, very difficult watch. And, of course, television today are covering it and they show in the old clips. And it's hard to believe, Councillor, that, that that actually happened.
1: It is hard to believe, but it did happen. And I think between 19... I, I hope I get these figures right, excuse me if I don't, but I think between 1941 and 1945, approximately 6 million Jews um, lost their lives. Um, <laughs> through it so it, it, it did happen it's dreadful um and unfortunately it's still happening today not to this not on that scale but that's why we we only just don't have to remember the reflect on what's going on today as well and try yeah. to stop that happening in the future
0: absolutely so what is the main theme of this year's event
1: right so the main theme of this year is to be the Light in the Darkness, it's a, a global declaration and a call to action for Holocaust Memorial Day 2021. It so urges all of us to consider different kinds of darkness, such as identity, persecution, misinformation and denial of justice. Also, to consider the many different ways of being the light, such as resistance, acts of solidarity, rescue and illuminating mistrust.
0: And if I'm right, tonight several buildings throughout the UK are going to be lit. Is it purple light they use? Purple, yeah, yeah, purple is the colour. And hopefully our theaters
1: will be lit
0: up to to mark that. Uh, it's a very different year this year, of course. Uh, how, how do you want people in Ronda the to mark this very important chapter in our history?
1: Right, so due to the current COVID-19 restrictions, the Public and council staff have this year been asked to spend some time on the day in the safety of their own homes and workplace and to reflect on the atrocities of the worst time in world history. And as I've already said, millions of people were brutally killed um, and, and subsequent genocides that happened after. So if it's safe to do so, the public are being asked to light a candle today. Uh, I don't think it matters what time you light that candle, but it highlights the theme of this year's worldwide event and reflect and hope that we can have a, a better future for all of us going forward.
0: So on this Day of Remembrance, we remember all those millions of people, men, women and children, who died during the Holocaust. We light that candle today for each and every one of them. And as always, uh, Councillor Maureen Weber, thank you very much for joining us on GTFM today. Of course, the Deputy Leader of RCT Council. Uh, stay safe. Thanks very much for your time. And uh, I do hope that the uh, Careers Fair is very successful in two weeks' time.
1: Thank you for the invitation. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Do you love to shop online? Well, did you know that you can support GTFM whilst fulfilling your love of shopping? Easy Fundraising is a website dedicated to helping charities like ourselves. All you need to do is head on over to easyfundraising.org.uk. Search GTFM Radio. Register for free and shop as normal.